1: It is Monday afternoon. We got a lot of stuff that uh, we are covering, to be sure. And, you know, one of the things that uh, I just want to pass along is how beautiful it is. Goodness gracious, what an amazing day. 60 degrees, sunny, uh, no humidity. Uh, We we don't have any uh, bad weather even in the offing. So that's pretty good. We got to, you know, what we have to do. We'll have to thank Matt DeNardo over at uh, ABC8 because he's he's our weather guru and he he pulls all those strings and you know if it snows or rains when you don't want it to snow or rain we we blame Matt but uh, given that it's uh, it's a beautiful day I'll I'll give him credit yeah I absolutely will a little bit later this week we've got uh, Brian Maloney joining us Brian is a uh, is a dear friend for for I don't know thirty some odd years one of the uh, most astute political analyst that i have ever 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 known and i'm just so happy that he's going to be with us every other week and then as we get closer to the actual election we're bumping him up to a uh, a weekly spot so that that's good that's good i'm looking forward to that oh and todd star is going to be here todd as you know nationally syndicated he's uh on our radio station we're happy to be his affiliate affiliate rather in central virginia he has a brand new book coming out, and uh, we will talk with him a little bit about that again a little bit later this week. Just oh, some amazing stuff. Uh, every other week now, my, my friend Jimmy a retired Supervisory Special Agent from the FBI, joins us, and I ask Jimmy to, to put that laser beam focus on law enforcement issues, public safety issues. Uh, we've got a lot of them that we're dealing with right now, and I'm, I'm just thrilled to welcome Jimmy to the program. Jimmy, thank you for being here. Jeffrey,
2: how are you, sir?
1: I am doing well, and I, I, I don't want you to take it the wrong way, but right now it is 60 degrees and bright sunshine here in Virginia.
2: My man, I hate to say this, but in New York, it's actually um, it, it's actually pretty comfortable right now. We we don't know why, but uh, I don't want to use the S word because then we'll get a bunch of the white stuff, and we don't want that. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to suggest that Puxatawney Phil was, was right and that spring is coming <laughs> earlier than we expected, but it feels that way up here, too, bro.
1: Well, good, good. I am glad that we are both... Uh Placing our meteorological uh, bets on a uh, furry rat. I mean, this is good. We 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 clearly are uh, <laughs> we're with the team, man. Hey, uh, Jimmy, I saw a video the other day, and to say that I was I, I was nauseated, I was absolutely sick to my stomach as I watched a group of uh, illegal aliens attacking, beating New York City police officers. And unless I missed it, it didn't it didn't even look like these cops were fighting back?
2: Yeah, um, Jeff, repulsive, repugnant, um, what we witnessed on camera, you would think that this would move the needle in New York, but, um, Unfortunately, again, up in Albany, which is the seat of our government here in the state of New York, um, the supermajority that the Dems have up there can't seem to figure out a way to fix bail reform. They can't figure out a way to deal with these Soros prosecutors like Alvin Bragg in Manhattan, who you can fight a cop, you can punch a cop. And that is not a offense that allows a judge to levy bail. Um, It it is absolutely baffling. And not only that, but you have people like you said, these are illegal aliens. Yes, I know that they claim to be asylum seekers. Uh, I know that the left prefers the term migrants, and many of them are good people that are seeking a better way of life. However, None I, I shouldn't say none but the vast majority of them are not going to be considered asylum seekers they're not going to get that um, to get that privilege to stay in this country because they have been you know vetted and determined that yes they are under an oppressive regime and there's threats on their life and yes they they need to find sanctuary here so here's what happened you saw the video it was literally nauseating of these migrants I'll use that term even though you're right they're illegal aliens um what did they do they fought scuffled with cops punched them kicked them and then when they were released from prison because they got arrested finally and they showed up before a judge the judge's hands are tied in new york state a judge can't keep somebody behind bars due to dangerousness or because they beat up a cop um they got released where did they go no one knows right now. They could be in Florida. They could be in Massachusetts. Jeff, they could be down in Virginia right now. No one knows. Wow.
1: I, I noticed as well, Jimmy, the one uh, giving a double bird to whoever it was taking the photos. Look, I... I, I... I am not hiding the fact that I consider myself uh, somewhat right of center and I am absolutely uh, much more conservative, I know, than many of the uh, fine folks in the state of New York. But are you telling me that even on the left up there, even the Democrats, somebody has to has to know a cop, has to have a cop in the family, just has to have have kids that they'd like to be safe. They can't see what's going on or they just choose not to see it.
2: No, Jeff, they can see it. It, it. It's the fact that, you know, the the normal left, um, the left that, that we grew up with, the, the Tip O'Neill left, yeah. the moderate yep. Democrats, yep. Um, they are beholden to the far left progressives. And, and you look in Congress, it's the squad. Um, it's, you know, it's the AOCs. It's the Corey Bushes. It's the Jamal Bowmans. It's the folks like that in Congress that um, are really kind of right now hijacked the Democrat party. Party and and turn it into this this party that is afraid to push back, that's afraid to say enough is enough is enough. And in this instance, um, I, I know it's cynically been said that the reason why they're allowing, you know, the, the thousands and thousands and thousands of unvetted migrants to cross the border every day is because they're preparing themselves to build a, a better voting base going forward. Uh, that may be cynical, but it's also dangerous. And again, we're not worried. Worried about the poor family that lives in, you know, um, that that lives in Matamoros, Mexico, and is trying to come up here for a better way of life. Right? Mm-hmm. We're concerned about bad state actors like, you know, Russia and Kore- North Korea and mm-hmm. and China and and Iran um, and getting people across the border that way. We share a two thousand mile border with Mexico. We know that it is not a secure border right now. And then when you see what happened in New York, the incident that you referenced there, there's. Speed in our faces they know that they're not going to be remanded to jail they can beat up cops they get released and they disappear jeff and that's where we are right now
1: incredible i want to remind everybody that jimmy galliano is joining us jimmy uh, amongst his uh resume of accomplishments, retired after a distinguished career with the Federal Bureau of Investigations, uh, working on his Ph.D., graduate of West Point, uh, I believe one of the number one fans of Jake's Place here in Ashland. So, I mean,
0: he's got a pedigree. (laughs)
1: You got a pedigree, brother. You got uh, this all together. Uh, You know, Jimmy. One of the things when we hear about asylum, uh, again, I'm I'm not the brightest guy in the room, but I read the law. I read everything about it that I could find. You have to stop, or in theory, you have to stop in the first nation that's available to you. you. Can't you can't go on this sightseeing tour till you get to the United States, and yet there we are.
2: Yeah, Jeff, two things. First of all, Jake's place, you got it. I am the number one fan of that place. I've only been there once because the greatest radio show host in the history of Central Virginia and and points beyond took me there one time and it was a complete thrill. It was an excellent oh. place. Um and then to to help your listeners out with what you're with what you're describing. So what that says is When you're seeking asylum, you are supposed to stop in the first country outside the border of the country you are fleeing from and you're to seek asylum there. But that's not what happens. Many of these migrants are from Central America. And as your listeners know, Central America is below. Mexico. So they travel across a number of countries, whether it's El Salvador, Honduras, but they make their way up to Mexico. They cross into Mexico. They travel through Mexico, and then they cross the Mexican-U.S. border, the southern border. So your point is right. We're just not enforcing the laws anymore, Jeff. And that's the thing, too. Why have these laws on the books if we're just going to ignore them? Things were working. They weren't Perfect, but they were working under the Trump administration. But when President Biden came in, he decided to throw all these policies out and start from scratch. And that's why more people have illegally crossed the border from Mexico into the United States under President Biden than any other president before him.
1: Jimmy. Listeners may or may not know you served as the legat, right? The 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 legal attaché for the FBI in Mexico for a period of time. So, uh, you had boots on the ground. You know uh, what was happening there prior to what's happening now. How is it possible for tens of thousands of people to go marching through Mexico, allegedly claiming, "Oh yeah, we're we're just seeking asylum."
2: Yeah, and Jeff, I did. I spent 2 years there. You and I have talked it about uh, about it a number of times. And, and and there's a there's a ton of problems that we have at at the border. And obviously, you know, illicit drugs, fentanyl, and 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 how many Americans on a daily basis are dying because of, you know, fentanyl being brought across the border. It used to just be heroin and, and marijuana and cocaine, and and now fentanyl has become, you know, a a huge problem, a huge narcotic that Um, is is taking the lives of of young kids. That's the big thing, too. These are teenagers that are dying from this. Um, And it's coming from Mexico. It's coming through Mexico. The other thing is human trafficking. You know, you've got young kids, especially young girls, that are being trafficked. They're being brought into the United States to be used essentially as human sex slaves. Um, And that is the big problem with a porous border. But the left has convinced us that, you know, if we demand that we have a secure Border, we're xenophobes, we're racists, we're you know we, we hate the poor. It's it's all those kind of those ridiculous tropes and canards, and that's what we're struggling with right now. And and look, I I, I heard that you know the, the Democrats are making a big play over the fact that hey they brought a quote unquote comprehensive immigration bill. Um, you know, to the Senate and then for Congress to look at and look, the right doesn't want to do anything about it. It's so ridiculous. It's a, it basically wants to give blanket amnesty again. So everybody that's in the country illegally right now would be granted some type of path to citizenship, which isn't fair and isn't right to the people that stand in line and do it the right way. But yeah, that is, that, that is uh, the implications of this, Jeff. It's not just that we're having more people come to this country and, and you know, We've got to find work for them. We've got to give them health care in, in New York City. They're providing them basically like debit cards to pay for food for them. I mean, the cost of the taxpayer is astronomical. But beyond that, Jeff, there's just no vetting process. And I think yep. that's what confirm- that, that's what, you know, makes people worry the most.
1: Absolutely, Jimmy Galliano joining us, retired supervisory special agent from the FBI. Jimmy, let's let's talk a little bit about the uh, the bureau. You devoted uh, a quarter century to service with the FBI. We chatted about that uh, report on DEI in the past about how that is really. according to some destroying the bureau from the inside out there's also a report out today talking about the uh, special agents who served a warrant or raided you know it depends who's sharing the story uh mar-a-lago and i'm i'm just curious as you looked at that and looking at it now in the uh, the rear view mirror was that handled properly
2: So, Jeff, um, you know you're talking about the, um, you know, the search warrant that was executed back in 2022, and obviously, much has been made about that. And I think the biggest issue um, in regards to this August 2022, um, yeah, the term you can use the term raid. It was the execution of of a search warrant at at, uh, the former president's property down in Mar-a-Lago in Florida. Was the different way that the Justice Department handled it versus the way that they handled the current president having classified documents stored in his garage in Delaware in the backseat of a, of a muscle car. And I think that's the problem that people have. It's like, it's, it's not the, Equal dispensation of justice. It looks like it's one way, right? You go hard after the, the, the kooks on January 6th that tried to breach the Capitol or that entered the Capitol, and, and you righteously punish them. But then you ignore the months and months and months and months of Antifa and Black Lives Matter riots and the burning and immolation of police stations and the, the attacks on a federal courthouse in, in Portland. You treat them differently. That's the issue here. Now, um, it's back in the news again because apparently special counsel jack smith's team um has been i guess questioning the fact that there were several locations inside of donald trump's mar-a-lago residence that essentially were not searched and one was some Secret room that may have been there. A lot of rich people have safe rooms and places where they store documents, or they store their, you know, money and jewelry and and and, and, and things like that. Um, and they're questioning right now whether or not um, all the documents were were seized that needed to be seized. And Jeff, here's the thing: Donald Trump's attorneys were, you know, having conversations with the Department of Justice and the Special Counsel about turning over these documents. The president had said that, nope, he had declassified them, and they and they weren't classified anymore, and he was able to keep them, and the Department of Justice disagreed, which is their right to do, and there was a back and forth, a negotiation, and this was the proper approach to take. In the middle of the negotiations... The DOJ decided that they were going to go ahead and execute this search warrant. So this is going to be interesting. I don't know how this plays out. Uh, I don't know if it's a black guy in the FBI. I hope it's not. But obviously, if it turns out to be, we'll discuss it on, a, on another radio appearance. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what, what comes of this because it's made news and for the right reasons.
1: Jimmy Galliano joining us retired supervisory special agent from the FBI Jimmy one of the uh, the many things that you do uh in terms of giving back god you give back so much but uh you serve on the board of directors for the law enforcement legal defense fund we we, we chat about it or we try to chat about it every time that you're here uh, would you remind everybody exactly what it does and 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 how we can help
2: Jeff truly appreciate the opportunity you always give me and yes um your listeners can go to policedefense.org dot org that's policedefense.org dot org and that is the website for the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund. It's an organization that was started back in 1995 by former Attorney General Edwin Meese, and its goal is simply to provide material support to police officers, state troopers, federal agents who have been unjustly accused of a crime. So if they're suspended, if they're fired, if they have a difficult time supporting their family while they're dealing with spurious charges, we support them. We don't support every case of a fired cop we go through a very meticulous process in selecting them and any of your listeners that want to help by donating can go to our site and they can choose a particular officer maybe it's an officer in midlothian or stafford county virginia or richmond somebody that they can connect to and they can help support that family where they go through a tough time jeff thanks as always because you always give me an opportunity to to promote the website and i truly appreciate that
1: no, it's uh it's it's vital work that the organizations uh, doing. Uh, I remind everybody as well there, there there's a there's a store there. There's a shop you can show your support. You can uh uh purchase the shirts, hats, all all of that good stuff. Now Jimmy, uh I thank you number 1 for being here and I want to remind you that you are overdue for a visit to Central Virginia. I am as we speak, I am chilling tartar sauce for your hush puppies i i i i i i have seen it with my my own eyes that's how you eat them and so we are eagerly awaiting the return of jimmy galliano
2: just remind them to put aside one jeff Cat sandwich with my name on it
1: you got it brother thank you my friend that is jimmy galliano retired supervisory special agent from the fbi absolutely the best of the best salt of the earth and uh, he joins us now every other Monday with this great perspective on legal issues, law enforcement issues, public safety issues. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., my friend John Reed will be here. Make sure you join him on News Radio WRVA.